The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Dave-O. And he's looking more and more like a bargain every single day, ladies and gentlemen, that Jason Vargas. As once again, he is nails with seven shutout innings today in game three against the Twins. Welcome in. It's another edition of Clubhouse Conversation. Dave-O with your dish as, yeah, the Royals and Vargas shut out the Minnesota Twins. Four to nothing, winning the series two to one. And beginning this ever so important road trip at two and one as well. And we're going to discuss the rest of this road trip, namely the Cleveland series, here a bit later. So hang on for that. But let's go over this game real quick here because this is a game the Royals needed, obviously. They got this one, and I called this one a must win last night. And I understand again, it's early July, there's no must wins. And I've said that term three times this year. I may be throwing it around a little bit too much, but you get the point. This is a game where the Royals. We, we talk about it all the time, the small margin for error and Detroit winning and already getting swept by Minnesota once and getting swept by Houston on and on. The Royals just can't afford to drop games now against teams that aren't as good as they are. They got to win series and losing this game today would have lost the series. So that's why I stressed how important this game was. And the Royals, they got this one thanks to Jason Vargas because the offense was for the most part quiet until later on in the game. We'll talk more about that here in a little bit. But Vargas, seven shutout innings. Allowed just four hits, two walks, and five Ks. One of those walks came later in the game when he was starting to tire, so you can almost take that one out there. But seven shutout innings, four hits, two walks, five Ks. Jason Vargas now 8-3 and three with a 3-3-2. Three, three, and he's almost becoming the Royals' ace and stopper out there. I remember how negative the majority of Royals Nation was when he signed with KC. But now that $32 million is laughable how good it's looking right now for the Royals. And I understand it's only half a season, and there's still, what, be about, what, 15, about 80%, 80, 85%, I guess, of that contract left. So there's a lot of time left still. I understand that. But Jason Vargas, seven shutout innings, looking better and better. The Twins didn't even have a single extra base hit this whole game. No extra base hits for the Twins. And Vargas, after getting that big double play in the seventh inning, was able to get through that seventh. I was getting nervous there briefly after the leadoff guy reached base there in the bottom of the seventh. But Vargas got through it with the big double play. And then Wade Davis comes in, a 1-2-3-8 with two Ks. Love it when that guy pitches. Greg Holland, of course, in a non-save situation with the Royals ahead 4 to nothing. But obviously with an off day tomorrow, no need to mess around, get him some work, and get him to nail that one down as he did. He struck out one, walk one for a scoreless ninth. And then offensively, how about Raul Labanez going into the Royals record books as the oldest player in Royals history to go deep? Love that. Another hit today for Abanez as well after having one yesterday. He passes Hal McCray as the oldest to hit a home run in a Royals uniform. Mike Moustakas draw Dyson each two big hits and RBIs in that key second inning and give the Royals that 2-0 lead, which probably allowed Vargas to pitch a little bit more relaxed throughout the game. I know as fans... It, made us watch the game with much more sanity, having a little lead, especially when the Royals couldn't really get to Kevin Correa much after that. But Eric Hosmer versus Billy Butler, a lot of fans have been talking about that recently. And yeah, Billy Butler had a nice June and even the last you know 10 days or so of May and vice versa. Eric Hosmer was the exact opposite of the spectrum. And now they're kind of going in opposite directions again, granted three-game sample size. But Eric Hosmer, how about his series? 
Today he had three walks and a hit, so that made him 6-for-10 against the Twins with four walks, an RBI, and a stolen base. 14 plate appearances, he got on 10 of them. Six hits, four walks for Eric Hosmer. Nice to see that. Billy Butler, the exact opposite. He was 1-for-14 with no walks and three strikeouts as well as a couple of double play balls. But again, small sample says it would just be so nice, my point is, to have those two going at the same time. And they kind of were, maybe for a week, they kind of overlapped. Eric Hosmer had a couple of home runs there in early June, and Billy Butler was hitting the ball well. But those two need to get going at the same time, because that would just help so much if those two could get things kind of synced up. So, all in all, the Royals win this series. They had to do it to atone for that sweep earlier this year to stay pace with Detroit. Again, I know it's a little early to be saying the word stay pace, but it's early July. Detroit's got a a four-and-a-half game Lead on the Royals, and the Royals really need, realistically, to have this within three at the All-Star break. If the Royals can be within three at the All-Star break, they're right there in it for the division going into the second half. And, and yeah, they've got a great chance to come home the last four games before the All-Star break, have some real meaningful games, and jump back right you know, in this thing. If they can go 6-3 and three in this road trip, that's my goal, 6-3 and three in this road trip. To do that, you just win the next two series. That gets you to at least 6-3 and three if you win the next two series. That gets you dangerously close to Detroit going into that four-game series, especially with three wins. But we're getting way ahead of ourselves right now. So let's preview the Cleveland Indians here. Interesting series to me. I'm telling you right now, I believe one of these games is a complete toss-up game. I believe one, the Royals have an edge in, and I believe one, Cleveland has an edge in. So let's go at, you know through this night by night. First of all, Friday night, it'll be Jordano Ventura out there against Josh Tomlin. Josh Tomlin making his first appearance of the season against the Royals. And we all know how good Jordano Ventura has been so far this year. Josh Tomlin, on the other hand, is pretty having a good, pretty good quiet year as himself. 5-5, five and five, a 3.78 ERA for Tomlin. He's gone 64 and a third, allowed 62 hits, but struck out 58, only walked 9, and that's 64. 64 and a third innings, only 9 walks for Josh Tomlin. So he's going to be a handful on Friday. Of course, Ventura will be as well, but you know, focusing on the other team as we do because we've kind of just taken for granted that the Royals have good pitching now. So, you know, pretty much whoever the Royals are throwing out there, they got a chance to win, which is nice. But the Royals offense pitted against some of these tough starters. Like we said, Tomlin doesn't walk anybody. His whip is only 1.10. Gives up about one home run per start, 10 and 64 and a third innings for the year. So I would call this the even matchup in the series. Jordana Ventura, yeah, slightly better ERA. I mean, it's pretty comparable to Tomlin. Cleveland, of course, has the better offense for the season. They're playing at home, so some might say they have a slight edge. I'd call this one a straight toss-up game because I like how Ventura matches up against Cleveland. So we'll see. Friday night, I call that a coin toss game. Saturday, I give the Royals an edge. They need to win Saturday. Jeremy Guthrie or Cy Young, as you might want to call him, the way he's pitched in recent days, against the lefty TJ House. He's also making his season debut against the Royals. House is 0-2 with a 4-2-8. Nothing special here. 41 hits and 33 and two-thirds innings. Nine walks, 22 Ks. So House is, I mean, hittable, very hittable. Guthrie against House. The Royals need to win that game on Saturday. And then 
A recent nemesis goes on Sunday. Now, the Royals hit him decent his last start out, but he completely dominated KC back in April. Of course, his name is Corey Kluber. He's turned into the Cleveland Ace. He takes on Danny Duffy on Sunday. Kluber, 7-6, and six, a 2.99 ERA with 127 strikeouts and 117 and a third. And last time against the Royals, June 10th, they got him pretty good. They got him out after five innings. He allowed three runs in that game, six hits, two walks, and five Ks. Obviously, you and I will both take five innings, three runs out of Kluber on Sunday, especially going up against Danny Duffy, who, as of late, is one of the premier pitchers in baseball, if you look at his last month or so. So Danny Duffy versus Corey Kluber, a good matchup there on Sunday. But the start before that, of course, you'll remember this game. This is a frustrating game where – the Royals saw just 101 pitches April 24th against Kluber. He threw a complete game shutout with 11 strikeouts. That was a weekday afternoon game, and that was frustrating. The Royals hacked away in that game and still struck out 11 times. That's how good Kluber was April 24th. So this will be his third outing against the Royals. There's no secrets. They know him well. First two outings of the year for Tomlin on Friday and Saturday for House. But, yeah, Kluber has seen the Royals plenty. The way I look at this series then is, like I said, Friday night, coin toss Saturday Royals edge Sunday Cleveland edge but I don't think the Royals have much of an edge Friday and the way Duffy's been pitching I don't think Cleveland has much of an edge on Sunday so I I think I think the Royals can win two out of three in the series they really need to they need to they need a six and three road trip and you're not going into Tampa and sweeping them Tampa's been playing a lot better playing competitive recently especially with the Yankees, and they went Baltimore before that, I believe. So Tampa's been playing better in recent days. The Royals seem to struggle there. They played well in the last couple of years, but before that, the Royals seemed to always get dominated in Tampa prior to the last couple of seasons. So I'm a little nervous about that Tampa series. I just want to win two out of three, plus it's in the division against Cleveland. Get those, get that middle game for sure, and then figure out a way to split the other two. That's the goal coming in here to Cleveland. Now a couple other quick notes here on Clubhouse Conversation. I will be celebrating 4th of July with my family. Have a few of them in town. We'll probably not get to see Friday and Saturday in their entirety, so there will be no dish again until Sunday. I will have your next dish on Sunday in the beautiful Duffy v. Kluber matchup. So we'll talk to you again there as far as dishes go. Now, Jeff Montgomery, as you've probably noticed, I did an interview with him. Fantastic interview. Check that out. That's now published here on the site. And a decent chance we'll have another interview published throughout the weekend here as well. We try to talk to two to three Royals a week during the season, minimum. We keep it up year-round in the wintertime. We'll have at least one a week in the wintertime. Break down the moves. We hope you're enjoying Clubhouse conversation. As always, appreciate you spreading the word at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter. You can stream all the all the audio files here on the site. You can download them through the site or iTunes. Subscribe on iTunes. So thanks so much for listening here to Clubhouse Conversation. Have a happy and safe 4th of July. And yeah, we'll talk to you again with more analysis on Sunday. We'll break down that Sunday game and talk about the whole series versus Cleveland. But again, get two out of three, and the Royals are in great shape coming home. Well, not coming home, but going to Tampa Bay. As I'm getting ahead of myself again, I'm so excited about this Detroit series. Can you tell? Have a good night.